my name is Owen Kernan and I am a water sports fanatic. So we're on the beautiful hole in the wall or burrow beach. It's a lovely little, I'm going to still use the word hidden beach, although a lot more people have found it in, in the last couple of years. As you look out, you see Lambay Island, you see Ireland's Eye and over to the left, you see Port Marnock. I got into kite surfing a few years back, probably about four or five years ago now when I first moved to this location um, I've always been involved in water I've sailed since I was a, a you know, knee high to a grasshopper in fact out around here out in, uh, my granddad had a boat in Holt and uh, that was where he used to do all our sailing from and then I became a competitive swimmer for a good few years and at the same time did a little bit of open water swimming did some kayaking but then when we moved to Dublin and moved to the city centre water I suppose left my life for a little while but when we moved to here uh, water reappeared in my life very quickly i saw these lads out on on the water after i moved here every kind of odd windy day and they had these big colorful things up in the air i'd never seen the sport before never even no idea what it was but it looked really really interesting and to see these you know these guys and girls flying along the top of the water no engines just on a board and with a big kite in the air using the power of the wind was something that really attracted me i love the idea of you know using the wind when i used to sail one of the one of the most enjoyable things for me was after you'd leave your harbor or wherever you're coming out from and the sails would go up and you turn off the engine and all of a sudden you'd have silence and just you and the wind so the idea of going out on the water connected to a kite to do the same thing was was enthralling so what are we looking at here uh, so basically this is all the kite surfing gear boards through to kites through to bars wetsuits and all of the extra little bits and pieces that we need as well we go from left to right will we so we Perfect, have the yeah. wetsuit so the wetsuit i suppose is 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 the key thing to allow us to kite right throughout the year um we thankfully in ireland can kite summer through winter the thing i suppose you have to be careful of is that you make sure that you maintain your heat while you're out in the water particularly if you have a problem while you're out there and um, the last thing you want to do is be spending half an hour in the water trying to sort out a kite and lines in a wetsuit that isn't keeping you warm um, this particular wetsuit is a summer wetsuit but you can get much thicker ones which would allow you to go out in the winter time as well ironically they're all colored black generally because that retains heat and absorbs more heat but unfortunately when you're out in the water then uh, it's harder to see um, if you do get in trouble so sometimes you'll see people and they'll be wearing all sorts of flouncy colors and fancy colors t-shirts um, shorts and stuff over them to be able to be seen as well you know oh, so that's not just to look cool no it's not to look cool it's not to you know look buff and look like uh, the you know the incredible hulk but um you know there's a there's a reason behind it which is to keep you warm as well you know so I went online and I figured out what this was all about. I didn't. I was too scared to go and talk to anyone on the beach. To be honest, I, <laughs> I, I, I had no idea who these people were. Um, so I went online, did a little bit of research, and discovered that you could go and learn this. You know, you could go and learn the sport. So I went and did some lessons with, I suppose, the guys who are the key drivers of the sport in Ireland, a company or a, a shop called Pure Magic in Clontarf, and Francois, Catherine, and, and the team in there. They really have driven kite surfing in Ireland over the years. They've brought it up from leaps and, in leaps and bounds. So the lessons take, it's about 12 hours worth of instruction. And then you're kind of left to your own devices after that, really. We've got two different types of boards. Um, I'll start with this board first, which is essentially the more common one that you'll see. It's called a twin tip board. The way this board works is you can ride it in either direction and you don't have to swap it around. Um, so you'll see on the left-hand side of the board and the right-hand side of the board, it's exactly the same. And if I turn it over, 
you'll see that it's exactly the same on the underneath as well. Two fins on the left and two fins on the right. So the idea being that depending on which tack I'm going on, so whether I'm going to my right or to my left, I, can, I don't have to swap the board around. The board works in the same, same direction. The difference being the board on the left then, which is a directional board. And the idea is that this board is more like a surfboard. Um, so you would use this more in the waves. And the idea being that you can move around a lot more on the board. So you can walk around the board a lot more as you're kiting. Um, so it allows you to maneuver it in different ways. It also allows you to ride in lighter winds um, so you'll find that these slightly you'll see that there's a difference in the size of the two boards as well the, the directional board is a larger board um, and allows you to get out in lighter winds with a bigger kite um, and just allows a different riding style the moment that i knew i was hooked was the first time that i got a proper decent long ride across the water it was in Ackle, and there's a lake called Keel Lake, and that lake is magical. You're, you've got this quite large hill behind a sleeve more um, hill just behind it, and it's a lovely flat water, freshwater lake with lovely conditions. There's a particular gentleman, uh, Colin Murphy. He's a stalwart of the, of, of the community, himself and a few others, and he was there that day, and... I was a bit nervous going out. I didn't really know. I hadn't kited there before. wasn't quite sure. And he gave me a couple of pointers and he stood at the side of the lake and he said, try this, try that. It didn't work the first couple of times. And then it worked. And I got up and I maybe only rode about 50 metres, 100 metres. But it was that feeling of, oh yeah, now I'm up. I can see a bit of wake coming off the back of my board. I'm, I'm actually managing to control the kite. It's not going all over the place in the air. I can dig in a little bit. I can edge. I'm getting a little bit of, you know, a little bit of power. And yeah, I'm moving forward. And I'm not looking like a twat. <laughs> you know? And honestly, it was amazing. And I always remember that day. And, and even Kali to this day, he, he's referred to that day once or twice as a memory that he has in his head of, of seeing it. Because that's the thing. If you are helping someone who maybe isn't as progressed as you are you kind of become invested in them in a way and and you want to see them do well you want to see them do good if they have a problem you want to make sure that they feel okay when they come off the water and we all get a kick out of seeing someone new coming along and and progressing so i i think he he got a kick out of that day as much as i did what is this elaborate looking backpack so this is this is my trekking backpack for for guiding and essentially this this keeps all of my gear in one place we've got the kite inside we've got the the bar on the side of it and then we also have the pump so i'll start i'll just show you the kite first um, i won't pull it all out because it's quite big um, it's you know these can get up to they generally range from about six or seven meters squared up to 20 meters squared there's a wide size range when it comes to these kites the reason being that Every, every wind speed um, requires a different kite. You wouldn't go out in a massive kite in big, strong winds. You'd want a smaller kite. So you, you use a kite appropriate to the wind speed. Uh, you get carried away. Exactly. Yeah, you get pulled away. You'll have, much too, you'll have far too much power. Um, so what you want to do is you want to match your kite, your kite size to the wind speed that's there on any given day. Sometimes that'll change. Sometimes you'll have to come in off the water, maybe um, inflate a different kite or use a different kite um, if the wind has dropped or the wind has picked up. But the last thing you want to do generally is to be overpowered or underpowered. It's better to be underpowered than overpowered, but you want to try and find a kite that's appropriate to the wind. What does it mean to go wind hunting? 
Wind hunting. So, so wind hunting is, I suppose, a phrase that you might hear used in the kiting community where, look, we need wind to kite. If we don't have wind, we can't go out. And I suppose nature can throw some good days at you, it can throw some bad days at you. It's all about the forecast. And God, if you ask any kiter what's the most common thing they do, and they'll say it's check the forecast. Um, So sometimes if the wind isn't coming in in your local spot, you'll go hunting for it somewhere else. And that might mean that you'll travel to Sligo or you'll travel to uh, Wexford or you'll travel to Ackle, for example. I know some lads who today are driving from Dublin to Ackle just to go for a session in Ackle because the wind is there. Um, that's a four hour drive to get from Dublin to Ackle and then they're going to hope that the wind is there when they get there now the forecasts are telling them it's there um, but they're going to hope that it's there and then they're going to drive home this evening what's the feeling you know like when you're like five minutes away like, <laughs> what, what are you feeling in the car I'll tell you what you're doing when you're five minutes away your eyes are peeled is there any kites in the air can you see anyone else out is there any kites up because they're fairly easy to spot you know they're, they're big and they're colourful so you're looking from the, you know the point the farthest point out that you can can you see any kites? Is there anyone else up? Are they moving? Are they 12 o'clock? <laughs> and so straight away you're trying to figure out. And it actually happens here in Dublin as well. So there's a couple of WhatsApp groups. Like, for example, I live here and there's another guy who lives close to Dollymount. And so we'll be looking out the window and we'll post, oh, there's a couple of kites up in Borough, you know, or there's a couple of kites up in Dolly. So that those who live maybe inland, maybe in Lucan or Leakslip or who are kiters, they'll know to come or not to come because it could be a wasted trip. <laughs> And then the last thing to show you is this fella. So this is um, the harness. This is the harness. So this is what we wear around our waist yeah. when, we're, quite when we're kiting. But so very sturdy at the same it's time. It's very, very sturdy. So this is a hard shell harness. The idea being that this area here is quite rigid. doesn't really have much maneuverability in it at all. Okay. So the way it works is it goes around your waist like that. Um, sits kind of just above your hips. And it attaches at the front with a strap like that and then that little fella like that and then you just pull it tight and you pull it as tight as you can and because all of a sudden all the power is coming down to here so this is going to constantly want to pull up like that so you need to keep it tight otherwise it's going to be up around your chest and what what does that feel like when it's all connected in and you're standing there with the kite it's the most amazing comfortable feeling in the world and yeah because you feel at one with a power that you can't see you know you look out there and you can't see it you can feel it you can hear it but you can't see it and the only way you can truly experience that power is when you're connected to the kite and you pull in on that bar a little bit and all of a sudden you feel the power come on and you go wow you know and it's all coming down to this one point on you at down around your waist and that dissipates across around your back and it feels very comfortable it's intense if it's a strong wind it's intense if it's a light wind it's frustrating because you're running all around the beach trying to keep this kite in the air as it's dropping out because there's not enough wind to keep it up there um but it's a lovely feeling at the end of the day what does the end of a great session feel like or look like yeah jesus the end of a great session it's it's honestly you've got so many endorphins running through you 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 just naturally smile you know carolina my partner she'll see it in me she'll know the minute i walk in the door after a session she'll know was it a good session or a bad session because she'll see it in me and if it's even just for one tack you'll remember that tack maybe you did 10 tacks or 20 tacks but only one of them was right but if it was the last one you'll come off the water forgetting about the other 10 or the other 20 you'll only remember that one tack and those those kind of sessions stick with you 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 remember those sessions and it's magic